Hello, you have arrived. Welcome to Top 5 Dead or Alive. Hello and welcome to Top 5 Dead or Alive. I'm your host, Taylor Huff. And with me today, my first in-house guest, the Peruvian love wonder, <laughs> Sergio uh, Marquina. Hello, everyone. I thought we were over that nickname <laughs> like 10 years ago. <laughs> oh, nope. It's still around. He's an intellectual, uh, a professor type, if you will, <laughs> but also uh, just a lot of fun and we're here to bring you the top five most binge-worthy TV shows and movies today. Yes, something I'm very qualified to talk about <laughs> after this pandemic. <laughs> yes, that is true. And we've uh, been through the ringer, but uh, we have all have a, a bachelor's in binging. <laughs> binging shows. Yeah, it's been a good year for all the TV shows and all the companies, yeah. I guess. Did you know there was a there was a new streaming platform that was supposed to launch, that was um, for phones designed. It's uh, designed Quibi, for your right? commute. Yeah, for your commute. <laughs> what a terrible <laughs> time to launch. Yeah, they started and it launched and then it folded in a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's the timeline there. So uh, we want to give a shout out to the podcast streaming the net with Sarah and Brett for the idea for this episode. Uh, Brett's a friend from college, and I was listening to his podcast, and I uh, just really like the idea. Uh, that It's the main theme for his podcast, so he's going to expound on that every week. So go check that one out. Um, but So that's where I got the idea for this type of uh, episodes of most binge-worthy for uh, TV shows and movies. I, I leaned more on TV shows than movies. I don't know about you, but... Yeah. Because that the idea of binging kind of um, goes hand in hand with shows a little bit more than movies, unless it's like a trilogy or a. Or Let's sequels. be honest. Unless it's Star Wars. Or unless Star it's Star Trek. Wars. Because <laughs> yeah. Star Wars, apparently now they're um, moving on into a totally different. Like there's no longer Skywalker saga. Like they're done with that for Star Wars. Right. So now it's gonna go into like something else. Yeah, and they launched, wouldn't they launch, like, the High Republic or the Oh, Old yeah, Republic? I saw, they're basically making an MCU out of Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, Which, I don't know, ah, that's a different podcast Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. last three They movies. announced, they announced so many, uh, that, that were launched people, on Disney though. Plus. Yeah. They have really smart creators, so yeah. they've done, actually, um, mm, oh, yeah, that, one of them was gonna be my, oh, that's me. Oh, Oops. you're good. I haven't figured out how to turn <laughs> off this alarm from my watch. Um, no, no worries. The, I was gonna say the Mandalorian. Actually, there's a non-rule mention. I was gonna say the Mandalorian is a okay. good show, okay. but it's not binge-worthy because it's only two episodes, two, two seasons. Two seasons, yeah. But like the people that are writing that stuff, really, really smart. Yeah, Dave Filoni and uh, John Favreau. Yeah, doing a very good job with Star Wars uh, in that capacity. Yeah, I love the Mandalorian. Um, and that last episode, especially, or actually, when they started with, okay. So I went back and watched the Ahsoka, a little uh-huh. bit of Ahsoka stuff in um, Clone Wars. Yeah. 
So I I enjoyed the Ahsoka episode and then going into Boba Fett and yeah. then that last episode. Well, that whole arc, like the last like five episodes were the ones that got really good. Yeah, them. exactly. I think it's just they returned to the basics of Star Wars, which was a Western. Yeah. Like, because that, cause that's the thing, like, Katie doesn't really watch my wife. <laughs> She's not really a huge Star Wars fan, so I'm, like, putting her up to date on stuff. Right. But with The Mandalorian, I was like, we can watch this because it's just a Western, and you can watch it without knowing what's going on. It's just a good time. Like, all you need to know is that dude shoots people, and <laughs> yeah. he's cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, know. he's just a bad Um Yeah, it was, like, the first season especially, it was more filler yeah, or, or like you could see that some were filler episodes, like especially that one. I guess it was the second season when they just kind of transport, uh, like the whole episode is him transporting one guy from here to somewhere else. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember the whole why he needed to do that, but isn't there a name pre- for those episodes? Something I was <laughs> thinking filler, but there's got to be a better word. I heard for there's it. a I forget the term for it, but there's like. Every season, every like, or, or most seasons, I guess, of shows, they'll have like one episode that I, I forget what it's called, like a bottle episode or something, mm-hmm. where it's like oh, yeah, all maybe. takes place in one spot because they blew all the budget on a different, or it's to save budget. It's basically like one episode is they either it all takes place in one room or it's yeah. the one that all takes place in like I don't know. It's weird. Maybe like it's bottleneck or something like that. Yeah, maybe something like that. I forget what it is, but it was fascinating. And so now every time I watch an epi- a, a series, I'm like, yeah, like oh, that, that's the that. episode. <laughs> it's on that one. We've been on that <laughs> same vehicle for the past <laughs> yeah. three hours. That one's it. Yeah. So, yeah. That's what it is. All right. So uh, let's get into it. So um, we have defined binge-worthy as having a trilogy or like movies that have sequels. Or shows that have three or more seasons. So we're going to go through our personal top fives. Oh, and of course they have to be awesome in every of course, way, shape, and every form. other. <laughs> we're going to go through our top fives, uh, talk about our favorite characters or quotes or whatever. And um, then we'll go through uh, best moments. Uh, and later we'll do that new segment we introduced last episode, <laughs> Guess the Five. All right, so uh, let's go five, four, three, two, one. Okay. And Is it then your five, my five, your four, my four. Right, right. Okay, right, let's right. do that. So you start with your five. Okay. This is a rough order because I just have five in my mind, and I guess these are newer shows. I was trying to think of oldest shows. Yeah. Um, my disclaimer will also be that The Office is just the best show. Right, right, binging. right. So I'll be... take The Office out so that it's not at the right. Oh, okay. No, I'll just take it out to okay. have other ones because it doesn't yeah. feel fair. Okay. It's just the best show ever. <laughs> and um, I agree. Yeah. Uh, okay, where's my fifth? Okay, my fifth one, going back to the Star Wars thing, <laughs> The Clone Wars. Okay. It's super nerdy and I don't think everybody cares for it. It's the TV, it's their, it was like the animated yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. The, the, like... 3D animated one. Yeah, and even I, like, I've seen all of the Star Wars movies, but I never, like, my brothers watched Clone Wars, uh, and I, I only watched, I've, I've only probably seen a, a season's worth of it, yeah. and it was, like, one of the later ones. Well, yeah, so, like, I remember when they came out in, like, Cartoon Network, I was like, oh, it's mm-hmm. a kid's show. Yeah. But then, later on, I have a friend who's, like, huge into Star Wars, and he's like, you have to watch it. So, one summer, I was abroad, and I downloaded all six seasons mm-hmm. into my laptop, and um, it's great. Yeah. Like, it's just, I tell everybody that you have to watch in between 
um, episode two and episode three because yeah. it just like kind of explains two, a lot. Yeah, because I was like the whole time I was like Anakin. Okay, can I like? I guess it's not spoilers at this point. No, anymore. no, they've had enough time. <laughs> Statute of limitations. But I was like, <laughs> I always watched episode three and I was like. Anakin's so stupid, like, I hope he turns into Darth Vader and, like, dies or something. And then, like, after watching the Clone Wars, I was like, oh my goodness, Anakin's so cool, and I hate that he's dark. Like, it adds so much more depth to their characters. And there was certainly a ton of episodes that were, like, those pointless episodes where it's like, I just watched R2-D2 and Trippie, like, go around a desert for three hours. (laughs) But, um, yeah, they just, I I don't know, they could just add depth to characters. And Ahsoka came out of there. Mm-hmm. And I think they just and like they could expand the universe because they could go wherever and right, stuff that right. you don't get in the movie. So like, honestly, I I grew up like liking Star Wars, but I was like I was a fan, but like not hugely into it. Yeah. And after watching the Clone Wars, I was like, yeah, I love Star Wars again. <laughs> so it was it's one of those shows in my mind. It's yeah. just a lot. It's six seasons, and I think each season has like twelve or fifteen episodes. That's yeah. a lot. And didn't they introduce the whole Darth Maul having, like, oh, yeah. spider legs? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, so he came back, and then he was... And then, like, it shows that he was living in uh, Solo, the movie. Yeah. So so a lot of stuff that you see in the movies yeah. are, like, explained. In and, like, Order 66 and stuff Order like 66, that. Order 66, you get that. Ahsoka, I think it's a big one that people don't get. Also, yeah. like, it just leads on to... Because later on they did Rebels, too, which yeah. I also like. I don't think it's as good as Clone Wars, but there mm-hmm. was the Rebels. And it just, like, expands on things. So, like, when even when you watch the newer movies, there's stuff that you're like, oh, that makes sense because... It also expands on the Force, which makes a lot of mm, sense. Yeah. Apparently, they were going to bring some of that stuff into the newest movies, but they ended up not because people wouldn't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a whole thing about, like, um, the Force being, like... I don't know. Like, they explained it with beings. There was a planet, and the Force was embodied by a person. And, like, oh, okay. it, was, it was very, like, mystical, but yeah. it was kind of cool. So... Very nice. What's your top five? All right, my number five is actually Stranger Things. Oh, I forgot about <laughs> Stranger. So I don't usually get into like, I, it's not it's not even scary. It, I wouldn't say it's like, and it's not even really thriller. It's more of a drama, but and I don't get into that type of show, but. For some reason, it just really hooked me. We would like to take a minute to tell you that this season of Top 5 Dead or Alive is brought to you by St. Pete Cold Brew Coffee. Only available in Pinellas County, Florida, you get a medium, balanced, smooth, and rich flavor. 16-ounce bottle of cold brew for $2.99 each. Free delivery. No cream or sugar, steeped for 24 hours, ground and bottled in St. Petersburg, Florida. Go to stpetecoldbrew.com get 15% off with code TOP5. Get 15% off with code TOP5 stpinkcoldbrew.com and order today. So, and it hooked me because I think the whole cast. So, Eleven's character is very... It's something you don't see much, like mm-hmm. a teen girl commanding the screen in a way with her like powers and stuff Mm -hmm. and i think the whole cast is are really good actors and yeah they are um the mind flare and just i mean i'm obviously i'm not much into like D &D and stuff but just i don't know it just it's just uh, piqued my curiosity and um 
I don't know why I keep saying I'm not into this, but <laughs> I'm not into well, this. I'm not, I'm not into certain like like I didn't. Yeah. I'm not into the classic. Um, we also didn't grow up in the '80s, right? That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just love the show, and I think they're they've done three seasons, and they're filming a fourth season. I think so. Isn't it three? How, or have they done? Yeah, they've I done three. Remember. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Because season two, a lot of people didn't like. Like they went to Chicago or something oh, yeah, and right. followed Eleven. That's the episode where Eleven just has like one wild ride around <laughs> Chicago. That's the episode. Yeah. Um, so. Oh, you're right. Yeah. No, it was a good show. I I forgot, <laughs> which is why it's probably not on my list. No, we don't have to agree. Yeah. No, no, but it was it was a good episode. I um Dustin's little um, singing number at the end of yep, whatever yep, season yep, that yep. is that was fantastic. All the kids are really good actors. Yeah. I thought, and they they really kind of expanded on the whole, you know, the Russians or yeah. underground. Oh, yeah, I love how they own It that. was so, it it didn't feel over the top like it kind of was, but it it was yeah. it was like a perfect, um, you know, villain and also just that whole. Well, to some degree, you, you like get into the mind of the kids because they're like, they're like working at an ice cream shop trying to decipher the Russian right, thing. Right, right, and it's right. like the most so, ridiculous thing, but like also kind of true. I think it's got a lot of... I remember when it came out, my friend messaged me and goes, dude, Stranger Things. It's like so perfect, the 80s. And I was like, what are you talking about? We didn't grow up in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, exactly. I don't know. So I, I actually avoided the show for the longest time because I do this thing where I avoid things that are really popular because I get annoyed with yeah, how much... Yeah, yeah. And then I like picked it up late, like a year later, and I was like, "Holy crap, this show's really good!" Yeah. And yeah, like there's, st- it just feels like a period piece. I think it's just because like we watched like ET and like we watched yeah, all these yeah. like and the, the di- Goonies or whatever. Right. And the directors of, of Stranger Things definitely they even say they took from all the classic yeah. '80s movies in that era and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it like flips things on its head. Yeah, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah, no, that's a good show. I'm excited for the next season. I forget where it left off. <laughs> they, let's see. I think it was the end of that. I think the singing. Uh, was it the end of that, singing? Right? I think that is. The yeah, because Hopper leaves. Yeah, Hopper's, yep, and everyone, the was, Russians, everyone right? was like, is Hopper dead and all that? Which he's got to be alive, I would think. And then um, the Eleven character got pretty popular. I mean, like the, the actress. She just came oh, yeah, out definitely. with... Oh, um, definitely. Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, she did uh, the Sherlock... Not Sherlock Holmes, the... Oh, um, Enola. Enola Holmes. Enola that was Holmes. a good... I really liked that movie. I have not seen it, oh, but I've no, seen, like, the anything. little, you know, how Netflix plays the trailer. Yeah, on. It's actually pretty good. I was like, oh, this is going to be some dumb... Because <laughs> I like Sherlock Holmes, but, like, I don't like spinoffs. Yeah. But it was good. The only thing that, that ruins it for me is... um. Whoever plays Sherlock Holmes, Henry Cavill, oh, Superman. Okay. Yeah, I hate it. the He's whole time. Like vanilla. Well, the whole time I just see him and I'm like, this is Superman. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes is not supposed to be that hot or right. like ripped or whatever. <laughs> He's supposed to be a nerd, but yeah. Anyway, that just that's a different. He's supposed to be Benedict Cumberbatch. Exactly. Yeah. Or or um, Robert Downey. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I'll take either of those two. <laughs> a little more manic. Yeah. All right. So let's go for your number four. Four. My number four is a series of unfortunate events oh really the, netflix. the new one yeah the netflix okay. series um i don't know it's weird when i tell people i like that show because everyone's like isn't that a kid's book <laughs> and like i read those in middle school so like i think i have that like okay. attachment to them yeah. but the show is like fantastically made because i don't mm-hmm. know if you remember there was like an old one with 
there was a movie with um uh, jim carrey jim carrey yeah so there's 13 books mm-hmm. um and they're actually really cleverly written books because they're like they're supposed to be for like kids growing up and they're very like they'll explain hard words mm-hmm. like the narrator will say like mm-hmm. oh there was like he was like this was figuratively terrible which is you know he, and he explains it figuratively means this oh, and, okay but he kind of puts it into it very interestingly and um but he's like but it, it explains like it gets into some like deep concepts mm-hmm. um but so they did the so they put three books the first three books into the jim carrey movie and they were supposed to make more but it like never took off because the movie was weird because yeah. i think it was jim burton or something like oh, that tim burton yeah. tim burton <laughs> i'm <laughs> such is. a scholar of all these things <laughs> but then so there was this new series they did it with um i forget what the the director was mm-hmm. or the producer but he's the guy that did man in black oh okay uh, who has a very like wes anderson-esque style mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so everything feels like a kid's show like the backgrounds like everything is like cookie cut out backgrounds and mm-hmm. all the houses look the same and like everything like pastel colors like everything feels like they're in a set like very fake okay like wizard of oz or yeah like weird like that but like it's incredible i think the the the, just the way they put it together again it feels very wes Mm anderson-esque all the shots are very beautiful and like framed really interestingly um but then they just did and they just did every book in two in two episodes and they just ran through the whole like all 13 series all 13 books and um and neil patrick harris yes i was gonna say i think he really does the trick like i didn't care too much for him before because i didn't really watch how i met your mother and Mm. i know that's like his big thing yeah but, like, his ability to play this... Because, like, the whole premise is Count Olaf is the bad guy. He's right. trying to capture them. And at every step, he's always disguised as something. And, like, it's the same premise of everything. Like, they go to live with this relative or someone who's taking care of them. Count Olaf shows up. All the adults are dumb and they don't get it. And then, anyway, there's a plan or whatever. Yeah. So, Neil Patrick Harris plays this bad guy who plays another character in, like, every episode. Oh, and they're, really? like, ridiculous characters. <laughs> like... I, I i'm trying like to like in different outfits and stuff yeah like everything like he's a reptile connoisseur from uh, india okay. and then like he is a um like a high-end salesman from auctions and, yeah. and like it's just like ridiculous things uh-huh. but like i don't know the show's great i yeah. i think they designed Sounds it so fun. that adults can watch it too mm. and it was just yeah it's it's like visually it's very interesting and then like i said they they deal with a lot of like interesting themes and they have a patrick Morton, I think. Kronk. Oh, Warburton, yeah. <laughs> Terrible at all those things. Wait, I can do... Uh, hold on. He's the narrator. So he plays Lemony Snicket, who like narrates the book. So yeah. he like has a little preface at the beginning, and he's also in like, the most ridiculous scenarios. Hey, ladies... Or men shopping for your ladies, check out Beautifully Made Boutique for the latest women's fashion trends. That's beautifully spelled beautiful with two e's on the end. Beautifully Made Boutique, found at beautifullymadeboutique.com and also on Facebook and Instagram. Use code top five to get fifteen percent off. Have fun shopping. All right, and we'll move on to my number four now. My number four is Parks and Recreation. So that's kind of a classic pick. Um, It's a Mike Schur. I think he was the... He was either the showrunner with Greg Daniels, um, who did The Office. 
Um, I like that whole cast, but my favorite is Andy, Chris Pratt's character. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he falls into the pit in the first season, breaks his arm or something, and so, and he was living with Rashida Jones' character. And then, like, he starts out that this slob, and he kind of carries that throughout the series. Yeah, but he's kind of a slob at but all But he gets, like, fit, and he's just so funny in the, in the whole series. And uh, that whole cast, though, like... Um, Leslie Knope. Yeah, Leslie Knope's character. Um, she really... She's carries. hilarious. She's hilarious. Yeah, she's... I'm looking up... She is. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, yeah, what is her name? She was on SNL. Um, anyways. And Rob, I thought uh, Rob Lowe joining the cast. Amy Poehler. Yeah, Amy Poehler, of course. Um, Rob Lowe joining the cast in like... Literally? Yeah, best literally <laughs> the best thing ever. And the... He, there was this one episode it's not even like a famous line or anything but he goes way to be duck it's the mini golf episode and like my friends in college would just say that randomly <laughs> way to be duck but um yeah like he was this all you know health nut yeah. guy <laughs> it was all such times. an interesting it, i felt like it was a little bit uh it was a little bit different in the humor like yeah. It was more like where the office is a little. It's not the office is not dark, but it's more. Uh, would you say condescending in its humor? A little yeah, bit? it's definitely sarcastic. I think. And then, and uh, Parks and Rec is a little more upbeat. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah, it was a little more in your face. I think about like, I don't know about some of the humor. Maybe like yeah. it was a little more ridiculous too. Like the scenarios were like. Because you knew, because The Office was one of those I think that like took off later, so like it wasn't yeah. as popular. Parks and Rec got popular like through because they had like wasn't like McCain in the in it and like yep. Biden and was Joe also Biden in it and, and um, Barbara Boxer. Yeah, like they had like big yeah. big names because people like knew of the show and right. like it made sense. Yeah. But no, it, it was hilarious. So I just watched it because Katie Katie had seen it. I hadn't seen mm-hmm. it, and like we just binged it like earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And it was a good one. I really liked... Um, and Aziz Ansari is good in that. Yeah. Nick Offerman. Tom Haverford. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it was. they were all so great. And I, I used to hate Tom at the beginning. And then <laughs> yeah. towards the end, like him and Donna in the treat yourself. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then when him and John Ralphio made the... Gosh, I hate John <laughs> Ralphio so much. <laughs> I've been on a Ben Schwartz kick recently. Uh, he did some improv uh, comedies with... Um, middle ditch thomas middle ditch yeah and he's pretty fun, fun he's a really funny guy but um yeah Jean also Ralph- his sister yeah yeah money please yes. <laughs> i honestly like yesterday thought about putting we have a little roomba thing, and Katie goes can you set it in the kitchen and i was about to put a speaker on and be like dj roomba <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that their dad is um, Fonzie and yeah. Harry Winkler. No, I mean they. It was they had like a lot more budget. Oh yeah, the office. It was supposed to be a spinoff. Did you know that? Like it was supposed to be like a print, a copier or a copier or a printer that like the office supposedly like, shuts down. Oh. And one of their copiers goes to Pawnee, Indiana, and that's oh. like there. That wow. was kind of like the segue of like, like the, the universe thing. Pilot. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, they're also supposed to. Have you seen the? 
episode that was supposed to spin off from the office into the farm which was going to be dwight's show oh no oh, yeah gosh. there's an episode there's a whole episode where you meet like dwight's brother who is thomas middleditch who i just mentioned a couple minutes ago and like some other family members that you never meet again and it like doesn't make sense oh. but yeah so th- this whole episode they're talking to his family and it never got spun off. Um, and it just, oh, that's funny. Yeah. But, all right, let's go with, uh, what's your number three? Um, okay, number three. Now we're going for the more serious tone. Number three is The Crown. <laughs> oh, really? I've, yeah, we've been binging that one hard. I mean, I kind of binged the first two seasons, and then after they've been coming out, we've been on them. Mm-hmm. Um. It's a, I don't know. It's just a super interesting, like, well-produced. Have you seen the because, so like, how based on real life is it? <laughs> yeah, I think that's part of the appeal of it. Like, there's major events sprinkled throughout, but then there's kind of the drama of the yeah. family, and of course, the, the that like, there's so, so many you know, articles of like, how true is this? Right, and right, like, right. the Crown, of course, says none of it is based on yeah, the true yeah. story, but like. I don't know. They base themselves on a lot of stuff. And it's actually really interesting because they won't portray any, like, big events. Like, mm. in the recent episode, there was just, like, um, when Charles married um, Diana. Mm. And, like, you see it leading up to it. And the next episode, they're already married. And um. they were like, we're not going to redo the wedding because you know what the wedding looked like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have these big, like, checkpoint scenarios. Um, but it's just kind of like... And they'll, they'll follow, like, a different family member at every stage. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know how true it is. I think yeah. part of it is just everyone is fascinated by a king and a queen and then kind of yeah. the secret of like, ooh. Well, the, yeah, the royals has the always royals. been, you know, interesting to a lot of yeah. people. But I don't know. It's just like, it's weird because like, you know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where like, you already know the ending, you know, she's still alive and still going. Like, like they have something which is like, oh, is she going to get overthrown? And it's like, oh, of course she's not. Yeah. But they just do a really good she's job. She's sick with the flu. <laughs> is she going to make it? Yeah. <laughs> But like, but like they brought in like they had like Churchill and like do you see the prime ministers like interacting with with the oh, queen okay. and like that's cool. I don't know. Yeah, they 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 play it really really well. I mean, and it's just hugely produced. Like the yeah. sets are super cool and stuff. Mm-hmm. It makes you hate the whole royal family because mm-hmm. they just do nothing and complain <laughs> about their lives. And it's just them whining the whole time. Like, <laughs> in, oh no, accents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The accents are definitely something. But like. Their cast is really, really good. Oh, and, that's and that's awesome. It's, it, I don't know. It's just, it's intriguing. You can just get hooked on it and, like, yeah. go for I think yeah, it's, like, I fourth season. I like, I like, you know, the bio, yeah. biopics and stuff like that. I mean, I know it's not, like, yeah. you know, bio, but... Maybe it is. She won't <laughs> tell us. <laughs> All right, my... Let's see. That was your number three, right? That was my number three. So, my number three is 30 for 30s. Oh, I've never heard of that. Um... It's a collection of documentaries that mm-hmm. ESPN did, mm. um, sports documentaries. So they're all on ESPN Plus now. Um, I I get it every so every so often, like <laughs> when stuff gets on there, and I'll do like a free trial or something. Yeah, but, the binge. Yeah, and um, some of my favorite Thirty for Thirties are Benji, which is actually kind of a sad one. It's um, this high school superstar basketball player got shot and died um and it just tells this whole story uh there's one about jim valvano who was the coach of nc state um wolfpack in like 19 i think i want to say 1984 this is where i have nothing to do with the conversation (laughs) 
but he's the one i don't know if you've ever seen the speech um where he said don't don't ever give up don't ever don't ever give up it's a famous speech that he, that he gave at the SPs. what is so funny <laughs> this speech never give up i was like that's every that's sports a- speech ever <laughs> this was at an award ceremony oh, okay. and, he, and he had uh he had cancer and he was about oh, to die now i feel bad for laughing <laughs> and um yeah he, and so like every year they have they give money towards the jimmy v foundation oh and so like and they always play the speech and everything and then there's another uh documentary called broke where it it details how like eighty percent of athletes go broke after they, oh. after their. Uh, I think they were centering on, it was either football or basketball, but like a majority of fo- of athletes go broke after they're, you know, after they retire because they're not really set up yeah. to, um, or they didn't save their money or yeah. they got into business dealings that were, um, failures like restaurants or different. <laughs> I don't know if Shaq is broke or not, but... No, but he made a, whatever, his video game Shazam or something. Oh, the movie, the movie. Oh, the movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was... I have, I have heard of the 30. Yeah. I know that... I saw one about a guy who, like, broke his leg. He was, like, really good. He was supposed to be, like, a Michael Jordan-like mm. kind of person, mm-hmm. but, like, he kept breaking his leg or something like that. And he's oh, okay. that famous one, but... Have you heard of um? Have you seen the? Is it the last stand? Something. Oh it's yeah, the last Red stand. Bulls. Yep. So I haven't finished it. That's really good. I started watching it while we were on vacation. I didn't even with my think dad. about that for this. Yeah, I I'm on like episode two, but yeah. like I'm I I like I really want to finish that because it seems really good. I yeah, like it is. Re- yeah, it is really good, yeah. and it yeah, going through his whole career and. When he went to play baseball, this is Michael Jordan we're talking about. You're um, spoiling it for me. I'm on the second episode. <laughs> oh, no. he, he still hasn't retired Sorry. from the Bulls. Okay. My bad. He hasn't okay. done Space Jam yet. Jeez. <laughs> this episode of Top 5 Dead or Alive is also brought to you by theluckypenny.us, where you can customize t-shirts, mugs, and onesies all at a low cost to you. Use code TOP5, spell out the 5, T-O-P-F-I-V-E, Code TOP5 for 10% off at theluckypenny.us and at luckypennyus on Etsy. I won't give any more spoilers. All right, uh, what's your number two? Okay, so so I'm going to cheat for number two a little bit because it's not really a trilogy or a film series. It's just the films of Taika Waititi. Oh, okay. For those not familiar with him, I guess he's famous for the Thor ragnarok movie i guess yeah, probably um which i actually haven't seen but all of that his other films one. like his independent stuff mm-hmm. fantastic so he did um jojo rabbit was the one that recently came out it's like okay. a dark humor mm-hmm. nazi film but really good um the hunt for the wilder people and then what we do in the shadows um i guess i'll throw those three as my trilogy but like he's just i don't know like they're all low budget films so like mm-hmm. i was reading up into like um, the hunt for the wilder people mm-hmm. and it's the budget was two million dollars and wow. then they made 23 million when it came out but like they're super low budget actors that no one knows but like his humor is hilarious and mm-hmm. like i can't do the new zealand accent but like <laughs> just the, his timing and stuff yeah. on things it's super clever like he's one of those that just like it's artsy about things mm-hmm. um 
what we do in the shadows is about like these vampires that are doing a documentary and it's like <laughs> it's like the stupidest thing. like it's these three vampires that live in new zealand and they're doing this documentary on their lives and like he has all these like details about them and you go through their lives and how it sucks and then they like <laughs> run into a pack <laughs> and you run, they run into a pack of like werewolves and they have a thing with the werewolves <laughs> and then one of them says a bad word and they're like hey and he's like oh yeah we're not swear wolves we're werewolves <laughs> like, like they're on rehab or something wow like yeah it's all these like series of things and so, he did a episode of the mandalorian right? he did an episode of the mandalorian yeah and now he's doing the new thor movie so he's like mm. hit it big yeah but like his independence a jojo rabbit also if you haven't seen it mm-hmm. did, you, did you watch that one i've, I've seen the trailer i haven't okay. seen like it sounds Scarlet terrible and, yeah, yeah scar joe's in it um this little kid is like part of the nazi youth oh, okay. and has his imaginary friend is hitler hmm. and, and and taika plays hitler it's like the weird like you look at it and you're like this, this is weird but like mm-hmm the whole premise of it like it's a great it, it's fiction it's fiction that takes place in oh, like okay. nazi germany but like the premise of it is weird but like what he does with it is really cool and like how he he really highlights like kind of how people because you always wonder like how did people think they were doing right mm-hmm. at the time yeah but it really shows you like how in that time people couldn't get it and it's from like the eyes of a child okay but like something's already yeah, anyway that makes sense he's he's crazy he's good anything by him i think you should just watch so that's my cheat for number two okay my number two is community oh yeah <laughs> so this is i feel like this is a little bit of an underrated show because it was kind of on at the same time as other good comedies like the office and parks and rec but didn't get the ratings as much as the other shows did. Uh, my favorite character is Chang. He doesn't get as much screen time. It's Ken Jong's character. Oh, yeah, of course, Senior Chang. Senior Chang, who then gets fired from being a teacher and then and loses lives, his mind. lives in the air vents and yeah. stuff. <laughs> but uh, so, like, the show was very meta and, like, uh, oh, yeah. Um, Danny Pudi's character is always like he's my favorite he, Abed. Yeah, Abed is talking about how the show, like he's he's thinking his own life is a show and all that, and all the other characters are in the show, and he's like talking about we need to do six seasons in a movie. Yeah, and then they six mess with, Well, they they need to do a movie to you know complete that, but yeah, and just the fact that they. Um, weren't afraid to go outside the box and do like a claymation episode yeah and like no, they were a video ridiculous. game episode and they were doing stuff that not a lot of comedies are doing at the time no it just they took it ever when they did the secret garden one with the trampoline <laughs> like it was just yeah. and, and donald glover is also fantastic yeah. like troy and abbott to me are yeah. like hilarious. troy and abbott in the morning <laughs> um i'm just like just like off the top of my head it's the all of the paintball episodes yep, yep. were like amazing yeah that's i have that in my notes the pillow fort episode yeah was also crazy one. and then the my favorite is the when they roll the die and then yep. you have to like the timeline the timeline is <laughs> like this is the scary time or like this is the, <laughs> the, darkest, the, e- time the darkest timeline of all. and then they that's actually a pretty good podcast uh joel McHale and um ken jong do a podcast called the darkest timeline oh really yeah Oh, I'll have to check it There's, out. There's uh, 25 episodes, yeah. Someone just sent me the gift today because I was making a joke about 
recent events, I guess. Or I just said like I was having lunch and then I just came back from lunch and realized that I just got like news. And he sent me a gif of like Troy walking back into the apartment with the pizza <laughs> and everything's on, everything's on fire. <laughs> Someone's dead. And like I was like, yeah, that's, that's what it feels like. Oh man, that was funny. All right, what's your number one? Okay, so drum roll, please. Thank you. The Oceans series, Oceans Eleven, Movies. Twelve, and Thirteen. Okay, yeah. that's solid. I don't, I, 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 don't know. Like they're not super artsy. They're not super. I don't know. I just like it. Them. Just I've always, right it just hit. I think I saw them when I was younger, and I've always like. Yeah, it's, it's I'm a also cool. a sucker for Brad Pitt and George and, Clooney and Matt Damon. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a good heist movie and everything. Yeah, it was just like heist. I like I've watched them back and I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> this will never happen. But, and and you can tell that they were just hanging out. Like that's the thing, the interesting thing. I think they have pretty good chemistry, all the actors. Because mm-hmm. like, part of it just seems like you're just hanging out with yeah. them and they're playing villains. But um, yeah, I don't that's know. how you know when you're a good actor when you know, yeah. it just seems like you're hanging out. Yeah, no, that was just a good series. And it just, I don't know, it was just ridiculous and over the top. I don't really, yeah. I, I mean, I like Danny Ocean, I guess. They did a reboot of it with Sandra oh, yeah. Bullock. Ocean's 8. Ocean's 8. But I didn't know where it was. Where they were I saw that. It was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it was fine. I I was, it was weird that they were, like, tying it into it. Like, he's dead. And then it was like, oh, shoot, I spoiled that one. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like, are they going to do an Ocean's 14? Like, yeah. Um, yeah, it just it, it was like funny and all the characters were crazy. So. <laughs> What's your top one? All right, my one is The Office. Oh, I mean, you, yeah. you I took kind of took of that one. one out of yours, but I had to put it in mine. Uh, my favorite character is probably Michael Scott or Jim. Um, Michael really kind of was the MVP <laughs> of the whole series because when he left in season seven, seven, yeah. Like, season eight was pretty rough with Robert California. Yeah. And then uh, season nine was was pretty good because Greg Daniels uh, came back and uh, I think Mike Schur came back and wrote for that season. Um, but... It did give us D'Angelo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, D'Angelo definitely had... <laughs> Two episodes of Will Some good moments, yeah. Some were awkward, but, you know... You had to work out some kinks at, you know, every show goes through that. Uh, and then just, yeah, Jim's deadpan to camera is, yeah. is an all-time, all-time good TV moment. Or, or, or like, a, a trope, trope yeah. for the show. The thing is, The Office just defined so much. I mean, it was like, for me, The Office is like, if I just, if I'm working and I just want something mindless in the background, I'll put The Office mm-hmm. on. If I actually want to watch something, I'll put The Office on. Well, yeah. not anymore because it's now out of Netflix. Yeah, yeah, now it's on Peacock, Peacock. And you have to dumb. pay for more than the first season or something. Yeah, but, um, yeah, no, they just, and, like, I'll watch episodes over and over and over yep. again. And the fun run is my <laughs> top. <laughs> so. Yeah, and it's been said, um many times over but dinner party is uh, oh yeah one of the top episodes his uh michael's top characters are great prison mike um <laughs> oh god <laughs> so many there's so many things you watch and that's why i can go that would not fly today. <laughs> yeah definitely not uh the whole jim pam romance will they won't they dwight angela um yeah i don't know just the whole the whole show really is because I've watched it through twice, and yeah, yeah, you can keep going back to it, like you said, and just all the Creed moments are hilarious. <laughs> Creed. The fact that Creed was actually in a 
band in the 60s and yeah. like open for Jimi hendrix and yeah. all this stuff and it just puts a cherry on top of the whole thing you need to check out bj novak's stand-up because mm. when you I've watch his stand-up really it's the office like his yeah. stand-up is so like sarcastic yeah. and dry yeah it's basically the office and you go oh now i get why this guy like wrote for the office because it was literally that but yeah yeah, and he was so young. He was like 23 or 24. Yeah. Him yeah, and no, Mindy Kaling. Gosh, Mindy. Like, every every character in The Office was just hysterical. <laughs> All right. So let's do uh, our new segment this season, Guess the Five. All right. All right. So this is going to be the top five streaming services by subscription. Or, yeah, by total number of subscriptions. Okay. okay. So I'll just let you guess because I've seen the list. Okay. Um, all right. Are we going... So let's... I feel like I need to go number one first. Okay. Because I don't think Try Netflix. to get number... Yeah, Netflix is no, number it's one. It's gotta be. Number two... Is it Disney Plus? It is not. Is it Hulu? Nope. Oh my goodness. Okay, because I was between those two. I thought it would be Disney Plus or Hulu. Because everyone jumped on the Disney. According to my information... It's not those two. So it's it's not Netflix. Apple, Apple? no Apple TV doesn't have a no. subscription. Oh no! What? Are, what it's is Amazon. That? Oh oh. Because oh, probably because yeah. everybody just has it. <laughs> yeah, they're probably just counting all the Prime memberships. Or <laughs> yeah, that's not fair. Amazon, <laughs> get out of here! You don't even have any good shows. <laughs> it's like Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and yeah, Top Gear or like oh, Grand yeah. Tour or whatever. It's rebranded. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it goes Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, Disney Plus, and you know number five. Um, shoot, Apple TV? No, ESPN Plus. Oh yeah, sports don't exist in my <laughs> mind. Like it's not a thing. Do you watch any soccer? I don't. Or football? I, I I'll watch Peru when they play, but yeah. like I don't keep up. There's too much. I, my my sports of choice right now are Formula One. Oh. And yeah, because it's every Sunday, and mm. I can just I just know when it's on and. Like, I don't have to keep up with teams playing multiple games. It's yeah. just, like, everybody plays at once, and right. I can just see them. And surfing. And that's free. So, oh, the World nice. Surf League. So, cool. you can just do the two. Are you following the Bucks at all in there? I watched yesterday the last yeah. the last uh, quarter. I, I'll jump on any of any. Yeah. You know, if it's a local, if team, it's a local I'll, team, I'm about it. I'll yeah, I'm for excited the for them. This would be the first time ever that a hometown team wins the super bowl so like whoever okay you're jumping you're three steps ahead we haven't even made it there well i know but i'm saying yeah they only need to win the nfc championship and then they go to the super bowl americans love their freaking statistics (laughs) don't they um okay wait no so how bad were we before okay so the bucks had not been to the playoffs since like 2007 or 2008 okay and they hadn't won a playoff game since 2003. Okay. So it's all Brady. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, and they haven't won a Super Bowl since 2003. So. Okay. Here's my follow-up uh, trivia thing for you. I know you're a big fan of the, of the Cubs. Yes. I moved to Chicago. Yes. And the Cubs went to the World Series yes. and won it. <laughs> so you're welcome. This is, thank you very much I'm for bringing full me responsibility happiness. For that. Yes. I was yes. like, the first thing I thought when they were blowing the sirens in the city because <laughs> the Cubs won, it was like, Taylor's going to be really happy about this. And I was. Yeah, we were all watching. I remember that night. That was great. Yeah. And, it, and it, 
that one it like went into extra innings and yeah like they were down and it started raining so they had to do a rain delay and then it's crazy how much chicago loves the cubs yeah i will say that it was weird (laughs) because it had been 108 years and flying the w it took me forever to figure out why (laughs) like what are all these w's on their windows i was like yeah that's awesome it was exciting though it's one of those moments you want to be there for all right well i think uh we're at 43 so i think we could just Ah. um wrap it up there do you have anything to promote no (laughs) i don't have an etsy shop uh... (laughs) i should advertise with you if any of your um listeners are interested in product design yeah studio 2133 all righty we'll make your dreams come true all right awesome well thank you sergio marquina for for having me coming on and giving your expertise on bingeable tv shows and movies yeah i'm sure if someone actually knows something about film and tv they'd be like (laughs) terrible picks (laughs) but uh you gave wonderful insight uh all right we are gonna see you guys next week on top five dead or alive signing off bye